listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Only three teams have ever clinched an NBA Finals trophy in Boston at the Garden. Do y'all know what three teams those are? No. Okay. We have obviously the Boston Celtics, right? Right. Then we have. Make Tina guess. Okay. So what would be the other team? We know who did it last night, and we'll get to that. Who would be the other franchise that wins a lot of championships that would have clinched one on the parquet in in Boston? In Boston? Yeah, give me a team. Just name some teams. Brooklyn Nets. No. Ow. <laughs> Cleveland oh. Cavs. Houston Rockets. Toronto Raptors. This is terrible. <laughs> Think about historic NBA franchises. L- Lakers. Thank you, Tina. It's like you're finally learning here. My goodness. Hey, I knew some teams at least. Yeah, I do appreciate that you knew teams. I am very shocked and at awe and dismay that the first one was the Brooklyn Nets. But, yes, the three franchises, the Lakers, the Celtics, and now the Golden State Warriors, who won in Game 6 of the NBA Finals, 103-90. Six championship all-time ties them with the Bulls um, for third in NBA history. The Fourth in the last eight years, and that's why we're saying that Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson have a bid to be one of the greatest trios of all time, not just in sports, but in life, because these guys have done it at an all-time level and are still doing it, and maybe some championships to come down the line for the Golden State Trio. They need a cool nickname. They don't really have a nickname for that trio. Wow. Steph, Clay, and Dre, it's not really like there's not re- – because there's a Splash Brothers for Steph and Clay. But Dre is far from a splash, bro. I thought Dre on the podium dropped a nice line. Welcome to the Warriors Invitational. The Warriors Invitational. It was dope. Him calling the NBA Finals the Warriors Invitational was so much disrespect to the rest of the league, but so right. Because six of the last eight NBA Finals, well, they've had games in Golden State. It's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. The Warriors Invitational. And it dropped that line. It, it sounded like he had been waiting. Oh, yeah, he crafted line. Like it was up. loaded. He crafted that up. Yeah, for sure. He could. He probably wanted to save that for the Draymond Green show, but he ended up um, not doing so. Yeah, it was a lot better than what uh, Clay Thompson had to say on the podium. That's for damn sure. We're, we're going to get to that in my Teddy's takeaways, right? So I have a Teddy's takeaways from Game 6 of the NBA Finals and what was, again, another magnificent NBA season. We had parody, and we also had a dynasty um, continue to reign with the Warriors winning it in 6. So can I get some NBA mu- music maybe, Stone? And again, for those who are tapping in right now and aren't used to hearing my voice, it's Big Teddy Theo Dorsey uh, taking over Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Josh Cohen out, Dean Thomas out. We got Tina, we got Stone Labanowitz, and you know what? It's a Bud's Chicken and Seafood Fried Day, mm-hmm. and it's also a Fountain of Youth Day because youngest show of all time. Yes. It's definitely the youngest the home team has ever been. Ever. Yeah. Ever. You got old man Josh. I mean, come on. Yeah, Josh is in France. Yeah. Dean is in, I think, Austin, Texas. Yeah. Okay. You know. And don't act like Dean's a spring chicken anyway. No, no, no. no. He's <laughs> no, not, no, man. No, no, Have no. you seen that guy move? I mean, he used to move so well when he was a big-time MMA guy, but now it's like I see him move a little more sluggish, man. I'm starting to kind of worry. Just a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I guess why he's on a diet right now. That's true. And I'm, I'm happy for him. Hey, health as well. So... We'll get to my Teddy's takeaways. Can I get some NBA music for the Teddy's takeaways? Or Absolutely. We... Okay. <laughs> so, number five in Teddy's takeaways from Game 6 of the NBA Finals. Again, the Warriors won it 103-90 to last night on the parquet to clinch the NBA championship. Maybe Jason Tatum just not as good as y'all say he is. Stone, your reaction? Andrew Wiggins was the real 
glove. He yeah. held Jason Tatum to, I think, 35% from the field in six games. No one in the entire season has been able to do that. So respect to him. Respect to Steve Kerr drawing it up. Jason Tatum's only 24 years old. I think there's a lot to come, but, man, it was embarrassing. To go goose egg in the yeah. second half, twelve or 13 in the first half, and go goose egg in the biggest game of your career is downright embarrassing and unacceptable. He didn't want it. He could not. It became really clear at a certain point in this series that Jason Tatum could not score on Andrew Wiggins, of all people, who is a really good defender and almost even proved himself to be an elite defender, but we thought Jason Tatum was one of those guys. He purported himself to be one of those guys, and Jason Tatum ended up laying a big goose egg. There were two Wilt Chamberlain references um, following these NBA Finals, one of them because Otto Porter looks like Wilt Chamberlain, who used to play for the Warriors. And then there was another Wilt Chamberlain Warriors reference when Jason Tatum notched his 100th turnover of these playoffs. 100 turnovers, team. That's a record. Now, so what was odd to me about seeing the 100 turnovers and that he leads, it's, it's, it's an NBA uh, Finals record, is that the list was crazy. It was yeah. one Jason Tatum, two LeBron James, three Dwayne Wade, four Dirk Nowinski, and five, I think it was Kevin Durant. So just th- that company is good company at least to be in. It's good company to be in, but you don't want to be first on that list. Number four on Teddy's takeaways from game six of these NBA Finals, Draymond Green in a hostile environment in a series in which he got benched continued to make the right plays and came up big last night. He, he flirted with a triple-double, 12 points, 12 boards, and 8 assists. He had a couple blocks, a couple steals, plus 16 on the night. But Draymond Green, I will narrow it down to one play in the third quarter. Seven minutes and 30 seconds left on the clock. The Warriors were up 16. Draymond Green was wide open for a three-point shot. He had been hitting last night on the parquet in front of that crowd that's been chanting and yelling at him for the whole series. Yeah, he had two of them. They're already up by 16. Any player, and I would think most players in that point, being the villain on the road, all of the fans hate you, you want to shut them up, would have taken that open three to try and really put the nail in the coffin. What does Draymond Green do? He passes it to Steph. He screens off of Steph. Steph nails the three, the better shooter. Warriors go up 19 and continue to drive that nail in the coffin of the Celtics. I think that was a pivotal moment in another light shining on how well this Warriors system works because Draymond Green knows his role, a superstar in his role. Steph Curry knows his role, a superstar just in general, yep. and Klay Thompson the same. See, Another I like him point. more. That's just, You're making me you like him Dre. even more. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the things Draymond was doing last night, man, was just really cool to see. You said he knows his role. I think earlier in the, I think it was earlier in the third quarter, too, when they came down half court, he dribbled, and he set a screen, laid three screens with one pivot foot on the defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart, and Steph hit it behind him, did the same thing. Yeah. And he's just super unselfish and... uh really important part of that team. He's a hell of a smart basketball player, and people don't like to admit that, but he's one of the five maybe smartest basketball players we have right now, and though he is deteriorating in his athleticism, that brain is only getting better. Too shy of a trip dub last night, man. Too shy of a triple-double, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to number three of Teddy's takeaways from Game 6 of the NBA Finals where the Warriors won 103-90. to Uh, Excuse my uh, slip up there. Klay Thompson had, I would say, the line of the night, and go ahead and uh, we can play it, if you will, Stone, because when Clay Thompson said this, I thought it was our marketing director, uh, Courtney, taking over his body. Um, another person who I'm nervous to say her last name a lot of times. Uh, Clay Thompson, line of the night, here it is. I'm just thankful to be here, man. This is crazy. I can't even believe it. I knew it was a possibility to see it in real time. Holy cannoli. Holy cannoli! <laughs> Holy cannoli. I say that all the time. You really say that to me? I love that. Do you really? 
Yes. And again, that's Clay Thompson after the game with Lisa Salters on the ABC broadcast after the win. You can't. Okay, Teddy, I'm not letting you yeah. not mention this. What? You texted me and Stone last oh, night. Yeah. Holy Go ahead. cannoli. Go ahead. And you spelled cannoli C A N O L Y. That is not how cannoli <laughs> is spelled. There is no but. Don't even no. try. And <laughs> then we find out you've never had a cannoli. What the and hell is a cannoli? And you're hating on cannoli. What's a cannoli? Can, what, they, describe to me a cannoli right it's now. It's an Italian dessert. So I know oh, it's some so sort good. of pastry breading, and it's filled with icing. It's filled with chocolate, chocolate chips. chips on it's top. Filled, yeah, man, it's a delectable. It is a delight it for especially terrible. Italians, everybody. Tina, also, let me just go ahead, and we're going to stack it up on them here. We had a conversation about fish not too long ago. Never had a grouper sandwich before. Never had a mahi sandwich before. I've had before. a mahi sandwich. He called them gross. I did not say they were gross. I said they're not the first fish sandwiches I think of. I think a black and mahi sandwich is one of my <clears> top <throat> sandwiches of all time. You're gonna stop. Y'all can't be misquoting me. Y'all can't be misquoting me, you Floridians. It's what the, it's what the media does. It's what I we know, do. I know. That's I, I should have learned from Draymond Green. I need to get on that new media wave. Uh, <laughs> number two of Teddy's takeaways from the NBA Finals, which, again, the Warriors wrapped up in six on the parquet. Uh, it's got to be – it's number two, but it should be number one because it's what every NBA fan or a fan of any franchise wants. The Golden State Warriors' willingness to spend is the one reason why they were able to win this championship. Their payroll was the top payroll in the NBA, $178 million. They're, they're paying guys like Andrew Wiggins upwards of $30 million a year. You still have Steph, Clay, and Dre making near-max contracts, except for you know, Steph is on the super-max, and they're also paying guys all around the edges. They were not cheap, and the reason why I bring this up is because who do you think was the best team in the East if fully healthy this year, Stone? Miami Heat. I like that call. But oh, I like that. You want me to be real? I like that call, but but who? The Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks, the defending champions. Who did the Milwaukee Bucks cheap out on and lose this offseason to the Miami Heat, weakening, weakening their lineup for the playoffs? And also, of course, the Chris Middleton injury couldn't help. Sneaker God, P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker. The Milwaukee He sat Bucks, behind me. He did? At dinner once. Yeah, yep. that dude is massive, in right? New, in New York, yeah. He sat behind me yeah. at dinner. You say what up? He got, no, he, no. He's got really cool shoes, though. Really he, cool shoes. He's got nice He's a smooth yeah. dude. He's a smooth dude. Yeah. But, a smooth dude. But P.J. Tucker should have been in Milwaukee this year, and the only reason why he wasn't was because they tried to save money. They won their championship, and they tried to save money by letting P.J. Tucker walk, and the Miami Heat were smart enough to grab him, and he helped them heat through their run. The Heat don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals into a Game 7 without P.J. Tucker. No way. The Bucks, I think, would have been able to stave off having Middleton out if they had P.J. Tucker in that series against the Celtics, but they didn't. And I think that's the main reason why the Warriors, who already had three titles to their name, their willingness to spend, which is what you want any franchise. If you're a fan of a team, do you want these rich billionaires just loading up their pockets or you want them to spend money to make the team better? Spend money to make the team better. Like, come on. So you're against rich millionaires filling up people's pockets. I'm cool with them stacking their pockets, but if you have a franchise in the NBA, in the NFL, in Major League Baseball, you need to be spending to continue to build that franchise because guess what's going to happen every year anyways? The TV contracts are going to blow up and get you richer. You know, your team is going to – the valuation of your team is only going up every year. Spend some damn money. Stop being cheap and putting out losers on the court. That's why we got new homies in Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau. Those get are the money. Homies. Yeah, fill them pockets up. Get the money, baby. Get the money. I love it. And number one takeaway of Teddy's takeaways from the NBA Finals is that we got to – I just can't wait for the documentary on these Golden State Warriors. And I think it has to be titled Light Years Ahead. Famous uh, Bob Myers quote, um, Warriors general manager. 
And I think what the Warriors have done, I want to do a quick run-through of what happened with the Warriors. You had the 2015 run, the first championship. Charles Barkley said you can't win as a jump-shooting team. What happened? They upset the Cleveland Cavaliers in the finals. 2016, the injuries. Draymond Green gets suspended. LeBron James wins that championship, and you wonder, can the Warriors bounce back from that? Well, guess what? They grab Kevin Durant. You got the KD drama and the two championships with KD. You got year three of the KD experience where you have the injuries and losing KD and all the drama that boils up from there. Then you have the worst record in the season, in the league in the season. Two years later, you come back and win the championship. I mean, this is a this is so good, I think it's better than a 30 for 30. And it's not done. Yeah, it'll be like a good nine-part series. You're right. I need. I cannot wait to watch this Warriors, uh, Whatever, whoever's going to do it. It might be Draymond Green at this rate. But whoever puts it together, Too they ugly. have so much material. <laughs> I mean, he's got the media. He's got new media on his side. And, and he's got deep pockets. And it, it'll get down. But no, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a big production crew. It'll be a, a real one. I, I don't know what kind of big production crew. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. But that were my that's Teddy's takeaways from the NBA Finals. So many different things you can look at and see from those games, especially game six. But um, I was just excited again that they have that champagne popping in, in the Boston locker room. But guess who wasn't sipping those champagne? Those sad, sad Celtics fans. And ain't nothing I love more than a sad Celtics fan. I just love it. Especially, after, going. What, especially after what they did to our own Miami Heat. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little spiteful, too. Yeah. I can't lie. I can't lie. Well, yeah. The NBA Finals in the books there. Uh, so many other great things we want to get to today, including, including, we're going to have a girls code later in the show, right? But we're not getting to that right now. That'll be when I'm Not going. yet. Huh. I'll, I'll, Sorry, I'll, Teddy. I heavily anticipate these girl codes, and it's it's always you want to learn something. I love learning, and I love that kind of engaging conversation. I don't know why we need to do more girl codes on the home team. I'm going to put my little black box suggestion thing in there and see what it happens. It should just be a Friday thing when you're on. Yes, yes, I would love that. We're going to make sure uh, we we'll get that make going. it happen. We're going to make sure we get that going. Um, but moving forward here, now that the finals are in the books and we have the odds for next season, everybody wants to stop talking about next year. We're talking NBA trios today, but we're also going to have to give a nod to a very special weekend that is right now. It's Father's Day weekend, and we got to show love to the pops. Uh, one very famous father is um, one Magic Johnson, Magic Irvin Johnson, who is some people might consider – in the running for one of the best trios, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and James Worthy with the Showtime Lakers. But right now, I would say Magic Johnson, he's maybe the worst tweeter out, right? Like, he might deliver the worst tweets, which somehow, in some way, makes him one of the best follows on Twitter. <laughs> is it, it's weird. The tweets are almost so bad that, oh, I need to go that, follow they're, him that they're good. You need to go follow Magic Johnson. He's one of the guys who thinks what he's saying is the smartest and the best, <laughs> but he doesn't think about you know what he's actually typing and putting out there. Mm. So his intentions are great. Great intention. But what he's saying, actually, like the product, is just some of the worst stuff you've ever seen. Ugh, I have to go follow. It's, it's, on, it's, it's definitely up there for some of the worst takes. And, and I got to read this tweet from, I think, five hours ago. Uh, in the wake of the NBA Finals, everybody's trying to deliver their hot takes and what they think this means for the legacy of this guy. Is he top 10 or is this coach? Whatever. So Magic Johnson says, Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr is on my Mount Rushmore of NBA coaches. Right? Steve Kerr's on the Mount Rushmore, so that's one. Okay. He says he's on that Mount Rushmore with Pat Riley. That's two. That's a good one. Phil Jackson. That's three. Red Arbach. That's four. Greg Popovich, that's five. That's going to be five people. 
Give it, you know, give them the music, yeah. Magic Johnson. Um, the Magic Man. And I love the documentary, by the way. The Showtime documentary on HBO was great. Magic was having his fun. Uh, I'm not sure if he's ever been to the Dakotas and have laid eyes. He has a lot of money. I'm sure he can get there if he wants he's to. He's had to have been there once. And to have laid eyes. Clearly not. On Mount <laughs> no. Rushmore. Or I'm not even sure if he has Google. I mean, yeah. Because you could just type it in. History books. School. History books. Anything. Mount Rushmore, famously or infamously, however way you want to look at it, only has four faces on it. Four. But you know what? Magic Johnson's feeling himself. I'm sure he enjoyed a little champagne as well as a Lakers guy. He was glad to see the Celtics lose. So you yes. know what? In the spirit of Magic Johnson, how about we together on the home team come up with our own five-headed Mount Rushmore's because I want to kind of get into that joyous spirit as well. Magic has that intoxicating smile, right? He's a guy that yeah. you just you want to be around. He's so charismatic. Great so I laugh, want to join too. in the love. Great laugh. Too. Great love. Great laugh. I said great love. <laughs> well, he he alluded to a lot of that in his documentary stuff too. But um, <laughs> <laughs> a five-headed Mount Rushmore. I think we should try to come up with something. And the question is like, what? Where do we go with this? Because we've already done the trios of the NBA. Um, Stone, Tina. I would love to like rank the best looking dads. Best looking dads. <laughs> Why best not? Looking dads. Father's Day? So Father's Day a, weekend. A, a Mount Rushmore. In, in honor of Father's okay. Day weekend, a Mount Rushmore of hot dads. Hot in dads. honor of Father's Day weekend, because we gotta shout out all the pops out there, the plant pops, the the, the dad or the dads of Dog Dads. Dog dads. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> what about the cat dads? Nobody ever talks about cat dads. Hey, those are weirdos. I'm 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 not a big cat person. I yeah. love animals, but I've just never I've never had a cat, so Okay. I've never celebrated a cat, Dad. <laughs> well you gotta you gotta broaden your horizons there. So that's what we'll do here on the home team. We're gonna we're gonna give our five headed Mount Rushmore in honor of Magic Johnson um here on the home team of hot dads, of good looking guys who also just so happen to have children. I wonder if Ken Levicka makes the list. Oh. I wonder if Brian Rowitz makes the list. They're they're oh. eligible for this list. They are. I, I, I don't wonder that. All right, so <laughs> this is what we're going to do. We'll get our list together during the break. We'll come back, give you our five-headed Mount Rushmore in honor of Magic Johnson of Hot Dads in honor of also Father's Day weekend for Christina LeMay, Tina Home Team, for St- Stone Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Theo Dorsey here, and we're live on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. It's a Bud's Chicken and Seafood Friday here on the home team. Theo Dorsey, Big Teddy taking over for Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. We do have Christina LeMay, Tina home team, as you all know, here with me. And we got Stone LeBandwitz as well running the ship. And it's time for us to celebrate the guys we can't live without. Father's Day weekend right now. I'm going to get a chance to see my father this weekend, which I'm happy about. We're going to go out to New Orleans right after this show. Nice. Going to hop on the flight. Lanola action. Lanola, you know what I'm saying? Going to check out bourbon, you know what I'm saying? See what's happening out there. You guys got plans? Uh, we got plans here and there. Um, mainly, you know, just to get together as a family and, and, and show some love. You know what I'm saying? What you going to be sipping on? I'm sipping on everything I can get my hands on, mostly daiquiris. That's fact. Mostly Ooh. daiquiris. Did you get him a gift? Is he not a gift guy? I'm, I'm a gift. I'm the gift. You know what I'm saying? I agree. You know what I'm saying? He get to sit in the room with me for a couple hours. You know what I'm saying? Like that's He the doesn't gift. get to do that all the time. He doesn't get that. You know, FaceTimes don't suffice. 
(laughs) (laughs) No, but all kidding aside, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. We had Ken Levicka on earlier. I didn't get a chance to say it to him, um, but maybe I'll just text him on Sunday. And in honor of Father's Day and also in honor of Irvin Magic Johnson, who wants to tweet out a five-headed Mount Rushmore when we all know there's only four on there, we're going to give out the five-headed Mount Rushmore of hot dads. Hot dads. All right. I love that. No limitations to this. We're going all around the room, a five-headed Mount Rushmore of hot dads, and we're going to kind of list them all five through one here, similar to power rankings. Stone, can we get a little a little music for the hot dads? Okay. So, full disclosure, Stone calls this jump on it. Ugh. Tina calls I yelled it, at him. Tina calls it pony, song, correctly. This, yeah, okay, thank you. Um, do y'all know who sings this song? EGK. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great guess. Great guess. I know it. I just can't think of can't it. Can't right think now. of his name. Huh? Genuine. Ma- Genuine. There you Genuine. go. Genuine. Mm, I was going with Mario next. Ma- <laughs> Mario. Wow. This is the youngest show of home team history of all time for sure. Um, so we're gonna go around the room. We'll start with Stone. We'll start. No, you know what? Ladies first, especially on Father's Day weekend, because daddies <laughs> love their daughters, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nice save. Uh, <laughs> Tina, you go ahead and start off with who's number five on your five headed Mount Rushmore of hot dads? These aren't like, these are just five random guys. It's just five like, guys. So, like, just five, give us one guy. Five guys. Yeah, it's not a rank. I'm going to go Dwayne Wade. Oh, okay. Great pick. Yeah. Love that pick. So, yeah. what you got? Another piece of chocolate. Idris Elba. Oh, mm. yes, sir. It's getting, it's a, it's a lot of chocolate love here. <laughs> I'll follow through. I'll follow through. And I also, well, actually, I have Cam Newton. Ooh. Cam Newton. Yeah. No. There is no better smile set of teeth I'm telling you. than Cam. No, no, no. What, you don't like Cam Newton? No. Oh, I think he's beautiful. Oh, it's a hot dad right there. I think he's Chamar Moore on steroids. Yeah. No cap. Don't talk about my schmar more. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Number four, Christina. <laughs> Matt Bomber. Matt Bomber have no Bomer, clue who that is. Is it? He's who an is actor. He? Okay. He's beautiful. beautiful. Has he done anything important lately? Yeah, white. I know he's a main character in White Collar and mm-hmm. plenty of big time movies. Yes. Okay. Never heard of White Collar. Dog. Stone. Who's your number? Are you four? sure Bomber's a dad? Because I know he is. Um... He's a dad. Okay. I looked it up. <laughs> All right. She made sure he was a dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you got, number four, Stone? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. A little controversial, but... Yeah, I was about to say, isn't he in the, he's in the news right now. I love a man who wears rings, who's got a ponytail in the back or whatever. He just uh, is a stallion to me. Wow. Wow, I'm a little shocked by that. That is a little I, shocking. I wasn't expecting that at all. The accent, the commercials. Okay. The Echo de Mar, and he's walking, he does a lot of underwear stuff. <laughs> you like him in his underwear stuff? Yeah, I think I do. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, I'll go with my number four. I'm going with Barack, the big O. <laughs> Obama, you know what I'm saying? Obeezy. He's raised he some pretty cool kids. He's a great dad, I heard. And it's a cool, he's a cool-looking dad. He's kind of suave, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what side of the fence you stand on, it's a cool dad. Um, we're doing the five-headed Mount Rushmore of fathers in honor of Father's Day weekend. Number three, who you got on your list, Tina? Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Ah, I've heard of him. That's Ken Levicka's, like, all-time, I think, crush Yeah, as it well. is. Yeah. yeah. I'm all, every time Ryan Reynolds gets brought up, I always get asked the question, 
or bring it up. Like if he were to lean in for a kiss, you know, what would I do? How would I rea- react? And Ryan Reynolds really makes me stumble. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Wow. So you might go. So if he goes 70 for a kiss, you might go 30 is what you're saying. Oh, so give me another number. Cause that's, right, a little, right, that's he goes a, 80. If he goes 80, if, he goes 80. If he goes 80, I'll, I'll fold. I'll, right. I would most likely fold. But 70 not enough. You'll 70, be like, 70 is enough for me to play cool guy card. Like, whoa, yeah, like, bro. Whoa, whoa, and you can fall back. But 80, you got no time. You just, mm, yeah. just, lean, in, you just lean in and make I it happen. I get it. I get it. I'm not mad at you. You feel that? I feel you. All right, number three on your list. His kids are over here, like, crumbling as listening to that. Bradley Cooper. Ooh, Bradley Cooper. Good Just a good... What's his name in The Hangover? Brett, I don't know. I don't Nobody know. knows people in The Hangover names. I know Alan. I know, I know Alan, Stu. Uh, God, man, but that, that's the movie that really set it up for me. Like, he's just the tallest one. He's got That's when he's got the kind of mid to long hair. Yeah. Great looking guy. All right, number three for me is Diddy and... It's not that I think Diddy is a hot dad, but he seems to keep getting all of these women to like him. I mean, he, he's got what? He's got uh, one of the city girls that's on him right now. Yeah. He's He had, um what's her name? Steve Harvey's daughter. Lori Harvey. I mean, he's got to be a hot dad. He's pulling all of those chicks, right? And also the weird thing is I think he dated the same. Lori Harvey dated his son. I don't, it's weird. He, he dated Lori Harvey? Diddy and really? his son both dated Lori Harvey at different times. I'm quite certain I've seen a lot of that so um, on Twitter. That's, I hate that, but it's a little weird. Whatever. But you gotta be a hot dad to pull that off. Uh, number two yeah. on your <laughs> Tina is like, what the hell? <laughs> number two on your list of hot dads, Tina. David Beckham. Mm. Mm. Yes, sir. Tina's are way too He's got Palm Beach County ties, right? Like, he, Inner Miami. Yeah, Inner Miami. He's Miami. actually part owner and now, and I think he was a part of getting uh, Lino, oh, what the? Leo Messi. Lionel Messi, yeah. yeah. Leno, Leno, Leno. Lionel you Messi to come down here and play for Inner Miami. Okay. Number two on your on your five-headed Mount Rushmore. All right, all right, all right. A little Matthew McConaughey action. Texas legend. Great father, Texas legend. Yeah. Stud, I think it has to do with his lettuce, his hair. Some of the best in the game for a guy over 40. You're a big hair guy. A lot of these guys, he's bringing up hair. Yeah. Jason Momoa almost made the list just because of the hair. Wow. Wow. Is he a a father? Yes. Most definitely. Okay, I didn't know that. I mean, how would I know? I don't know. He doesn't post his kids enough, and I also don't follow him. Or know how to spell his name. Number two on my list, Idris Elba. I know both. I think Ooh, Stone, you already listed him. Number five. Yeah, on my he, list. He's number two on my list, Idris Elba. It's the accent, man. It's a cool accent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's an authoritative tone and a cool accent. It's a good blend. Oh, yes. Good. Number one on your list, or just one of the people on your five-headed Mount Rushmore of hot dads in honor of Father's Day weekend. Tina, who you got? All-time crush Forever, my number one, Shamar Moore. Mm. There it is. Been crushing on Shamar Moore since middle school. Wow. Yes. My mother I still, like that. My mother would die. It was Criminal get, Minds. Is it yeah. the eyes? Yeah. It's everything. It's, it's everything. the body. It's the face. It's everything. Shamar Moore. The cheek, the cheek line, the oh. bone, you know. Criminal Minds. I watched that forever, and it was probably only because of him. Do you wish you were Penelope? Is that her name? I, uh, that is that is her name. Um, Yeah, I wish I was Penelope. Is she gets the most action. <laughs> yeah. The most action mm-hmm. from Derek oh Morgan. She's got game, too. Mm-hmm, she does. Uh, number one on your list of hot dads, your five-headed Mount Rushmore in honor of Magic Johnson and Father's Day weekend. Every time I hear hot dad, like I just get this That's So Raven flashback to John Stamos with Full House. Mm. Just he was the man on the street. Like he was the man that like we, I aspired to be. Now I didn't have that that black hair that flew and that leather jacket ability. But there goes the hair again. He's the, uh, yeah, 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 that grease back, man. He was able to pull it all off. So John Stamos, I, I still think about him all the time. Could, you, it- could you see Stone like rocking a leather jacket? Like I can't picture it. 
I think that's why he's number one on my list because I wish I could. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely it, could not rock it. It wouldn't. I don't know if it'll work as well. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it would I'm work sorry. on you either. You're right. Oh. I don't think I've worn a leather jacket, but you know what? Now that you've challenged me, I might have to go well, to the hey, store. Hey, next week we'll both show up in yeah. one, and whoever they're like, damn, that looks good. And like, whoever doesn't get that love looks good, and then um, that's the winner. Perfect storm here. He wants us to show up in leather jackets in 100-degree weather in yes. South Florida in the middle of the summer. Okay, yes. perfect. Uh, number one, speaking of South Florida hot dads, it's going to be hot outside. I think we already had this from you, Tina, but Dwayne Wade, mm. the Flash. I always get so confused. Like, I think Dwayne Wade's a good-looking guy, and I don't think he gets enough credit for it. Plus, he has Gabrielle Union, which was my childhood crush. That they, they are, like, such a great duo. Like, I love them, yeah. and I follow them. I follow their—I have their younger daughter on Instagram. Like, I follow her account. Like. Yeah. Such a great duo, but he is an awesome dad. I don't think he's, he's a good-looking look dude. He is a good-looking guy. He's also guy. my favorite player of all I, time. I think if credit. I were to be in the room and Dwayne Wade and Gabby Union were to walk in the door and you and at your fiance Starstruck. Ashley were to be able to, I don't know if I'd be able to tell the difference. Oh, my gosh. You, oh, and, you and your fiance wow. show a lot of similarities, I feel First like. off, I'm going to take it as a compliment. I see it. I'm going to take it as a compliment. I'll, I'll rock that. I'll rock that proudly, and I'll let her know she got some Gabrielle Union um, nods there. Yes. So that's it right there, our five-headed Mount Rushmore of hot dads in honor of not just Magic Johnson's tweet where he had five coaches on his Mount Rushmore, which, again, has four heads, but also in honor of Father's Day weekend here on the home team. Uh, We have a caller here we want to get to now or after the break? No, Phil from West Palm Beach said we missed somebody. Phil from West Palm Beach. Phil from West Palm, you're on the home team. What's happening? Who do we miss? You, you guys miss your own fighters, man. It, it doesn't have to be a celebrity, but that's just a little bit of your life is your own your own people, man. Phil, we appreciate you know that what, because Phil? that's on us. Yeah. I appreciate you, Phil. You're so right. Phil, you're spot on. All right, All right brother. You guys enjoy your weekend and, and enjoy your Father's Days and all our fathers. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Thank you. Thanks, and happy Phil. Father's Day to you, Thanks Phil, Thanks so too. much, Philly. If you fit the criteria as well. Thanks, Phil. Uh, again, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Of course, my pops, Tyrone. He's the he's the model. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Sick. He's, he's the guy I I, I felt the, the footsteps of. Plus, he kind of looks like me. So, of course, he's hot. Um, <laughs> this, I guess I'll turn it over to you for home team coming out of the break, Tina. I got to go get on my flight so I can go see my pops this weekend in New Orleans. Had a lot of fun. Yes. But we got more show to go coming up after the break because I, I can't wait to listen in on my drive to the airport. I'll be listening to see what the uh, girl code is all about. Uh, for Stone Labanowitz and Tina LeMay here on the home team, I'm Theo Dorsey. I'll catch y'all next weekend. Hey, rock out on Girls. So, all right. All right. Safe travels, Theo. Thanks. Listen up, boys. It's time for Tina to let you inside the minds of women and tell you what they're actually thinking. It's time now for Girl Code. Teddy has left us today, but... I am here with Stone Labanowitz, and we are going to get into a few girl codes since we haven't brought up girl code in a long time on home team. And I've just got a few that I need to ask Stone. I think he could help me out on. But before we get to that, I want to remind you that the Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island, the award-winning Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa, located on the beautiful Singer Island between Jupiter and West Palm Beach, is now hiring. They're looking for positive, smiling faces with a passion for hospitality. Whether you're looking for a full-time career or a part-time job, Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa has it all. They're now hiring for front desk agents, room attendants, 
maintenance technicians, servers, bartenders, baristas, recreation attendants, and that is just to name a few. Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa offers employees free meals, free covered parking, free short-term disability, free life insurance, paid time off, 401k with a fully vested match, career path planning, a $500 referral incentive, and so much more. Call 561-340-1700 and ask to speak with Human Resources for more details. Stony. Yes. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited. You've never been a part of Girl Code before. No, I've not. But I see sh- other shows around the country do them, and I get jealous because I've never been a part of one. So I'm super, super excited, actually. And I love answering this kind of stuff. Well, I'm here to tell you things that you do that bother us <laughs> and just give you some advice. I've got a few. And my first one, I don't get it when when we call our men why you have to put me on speakerphone. <laughs> I'm not trying to talk to your friends. I'm not trying to talk to your coworkers. I'm just trying to talk to you. And I don't understand why you have to put me on speakerphone every single time. And then I realize and have to ask, am I on speaker? Why? why? So I am somebody who does this. I do do this every day. And I, I, I guess I would say it's because we, we want that phone call to, to, to be short. But then I, I think it's a natural thing we do. It's like, all right, what do you need? Because usually we're around you. Like, we spend 23 out of the 24 hours out of the day with you guys. So it's like, what do you need? What do you want me to do? Like, make it quick because I'll, you know, like, get it over with. I'm with my boys. But I'm going to see you in a little bit. So it's kind of just like a, like a, okay, what, what do I need to do? It's usually like we expect you guys to be telling us to do something. I appreciate your honesty, but I hate <laughs> it. All right, let's, I want to get to a few more. I want... I want my husband to be honest with me when it comes to outfits. I like... I like an opinion. I'm, I'm always wanting an opinion. I text my friends pictures, him. I want the honesty, but I definitely feel sometimes that they're not honest because they want to hurt our feelings. I would rather be upset for the little minute right. that you say that, no, that doesn't look good. Because if I think it looks good, I'm just going to be like, whatever. I don't care what you say. I'm going to wear it. But then again, you may see something and be like, it doesn't really go. And I'll be like, you know, you're right. But I feel like in your life, you your girlfriend is so Beautiful, stylish, stylish, and I know that she makes sure you're on point every time. Are you honest with her always? I, I mean, I I am. Here, here's what I'll tell you. And, and honestly, I can say that I do actually speak for a lot of guys. Actually, when it comes to this, but if it looked bad, we would tell you. So if you're not getting the answer you want, it's because it passes the grade. Like you pass, that's what you're wearing. Let's go. So if you're not getting an answer, it's like an I don't care. I don't want to do this. I get annoyed when I get asked. When somebody, when my girlfriend is wearing something that I like, it's like, why are you asking me? Do you want me to just gas you up? Do you want me to tell you you look great? Because you already, that's why I'm already telling you, you do like, yeah, that looks good. I think what it really is, the real problem here is that you guys inevitably want to try on three or four different outfits, no matter what we say. You just want to put them on and spend the hour or two doing it because you think it's a part of the process. If it looked bad, we would tell you it looked bad, but it never does. It always looks good. No outfit that our girlfriends have or wives has is bad. And if it is, we'll hear it right away. Or when you come home with it, like, ugh, where are you going to wear that? But we don't do that. So I don't know. I am very honest with it. But I hate answering the questions. There are way too many. Yeah, because you know we're going to get mad if you say it doesn't look good and yeah. whatnot. But, you know, I like the honesty. Um, I have another, but I'm going to have to save that for another day because we're running out of time. But it's been fun today, and this was definitely me and Stone, the youngest uh, ever, probably on ESPN 106.3 Airwaves. But... 
Happy Father's Day to everyone out there, all the dads, the dog dads, the plant dads for Theo Dorsey. <laughs> we will not be here on Monday. We've all got the day off, so enjoy ESPN National. But hey, Stone, every day above ground. It's a good day. So say goodnight to the bad guys. Good night, bad guy. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.